if you have any questions, uh, Father Ken will be able to answer any questions. I can try first. <laughs> so, uh, what if you don't go to a confessional, and, uh, but you ask mercy every day or every night before you go to sleep? Say, you're asking for forgiveness. Uh, will, can you actually ask God for mercy if you don't go for confession? Uh, well, you could ask mercy anytime, right? But the normal channel is through the sacrament of reconciliation, especially if you have mortal sin. Okay? If you have mortal sin, it's through the priest that you go to confession. Okay? So uh, that's the normal channel. Uh, but of course, if there's circumstances wherein you got into an accident and uh, special circumstances wherein there's no priest available, God could operate out of the box. But the normal channel is through the sacrament of uh, reconciliation. The reason behind that is that if you're sick, if you're sick, do you just pray and ask for healing? You go to a doctor, right? You go to a doctor. It's the same. And, and when you go to a priest uh, to confess your sins, the priest will be able to diagnose the root cause of the sin. Okay? It's not just, oh, absolving the sin. No. Sometimes when, 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 when somebody would tell me all their sins, and, I, and I, I would tell them, don't you see that it's all connected? It's all connected. And the bottom, and, and I, would, I would show to them the root cause of all this sin. But by that, you're helping the, the person to work on the root cause of the sin. Because if they don't work on the root cause, they would commit the same sin again and again and again. And also, there are times wherein I would pray over people in the confessional, just like what I did with you, right? You know, if they're having a problem forgiving, I just lead them, uh, you know, in Jesus' name, I choose to forgive for, for, for doing what? Right? And also just breaking the chains. Well, we have a question over there. So, so the question is, uh, Father, you mentioned that uh, um, forgiveness is not synonymous to reconciliation. So she's saying that uh, usually when you forgive, it leads to reconciliation. So yeah, the, the reason why I said it's, it's not, because of course, uh, if there's harm done, there's trust that was broken. Okay? And trust, when... when person say, please forgive me, the trust will not just come back. It has to be worked out. And also, uh, reconciliation, uh, it involves the two parties. Okay? Now, if you forgive, it's not so much about that person, it's about you. You want to be set free from drinking this poison. Right? And you don't owe that person Oh, I forgive you, we're close again. No. No. So it's not a requirement. But of course, it's good. It's always good if there's going to be a reconciliation. But sometimes, you know, you, you forgive that person even though that person is not repentant. Right? If that person is not repentant and you still have that relationship, you could still be harmed. So you need to set boundaries. 
That's why reconciliation is not a requirement. You forgive because for your own sake. <laughs> uh, the question is like, what if the, the other person is not Christian or, or let's say Catholic, where you cannot really ask for, uh, I mean, okay, cannot confess and basically there's no reconciliation. So how can you have that forgiveness? Yeah, uh, as I've said, for us Catholics, the normal channel is through the sacrament of reconciliation. Of course, those who are not Catholics, that's not the normal channel. They, they, they could ask for forgiveness directly for God, from God, but they're missing out on the graces in the sacrament of reconciliation. Okay? It's like playing golf. They have a higher handicap. We have the graces in the sacrament. So they could be forgiven, but they don't receive the same graces that we receive. Okay? That's why it's really very important for them to be Catholic and to avail of the sacrament also. But of course, as I've said, God could work outside the box. God is merciful. You, we can't judge, oh, those who are not Catholics uh, because they couldn't go to the con uh, sacrament of confession, they all go to hell. No, no, no. They, they could still be saved. But as I've said, they have a higher handicap. Now, for us, we've been given this grace. We could also not ignore these graces. That's why not all Catholics will go to heaven, too. A follow-up question on that, Father. If the uh, sacraments of uh, confession, I guess, is, uh, is a must, is that available every night when everybody you know, like, at home and work is done, now they can just go and say, I've done something bad today, I need to go confess. But are all the churches open? No. No, no, no. Of course, if that's the case, then we will be do 24-7, <laughs> round the clock, here in confession. We need to rest too. Uh, we, you know, uh, we, we have those scheduled uh, for confession, right? But we also are open to, for an appointment. Uh, yeah, so if you couldn't go to the scheduled one, just make an appointment. Oh, so he's asking about atheists and who are on the streets who do not know God. They experience mercy of God through us. We're the instrument of God's mercy. Okay? By, by, by not just giving them money or food, but by loving them. Okay? And also praying for their conversion. Somebody is sick from them. The one thing is common to all of us is we all get sick. If somebody is sick, heal them. When they get healed, they know that there is God. That's why we need to activate your, your couples for Christ, your charismatic. You need to be practicing the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gift of healing, gift of prophecy. You need to be practicing deliverance for those who are oppressed. And by that, they experience God's power God's love and God's mercy. Now, that's why it's not enough if it's just pure talk. Tell them, God is love. You need to convert. No. They need to see the power of God. Because the power of God, the miracles, signs, and wonders, it's a demonstration of God's love and power. So, Father, I have uh, two friends. 
both of them are Catholic, um, but I'd say both of them aren't really practicing their faith. And they got into a fight recently, and I'm kind of like the middleman between them. As a friend, I want both of them to be reconciled with each other. You know, that's just how I feel. And they claim that they have already forgiven each other. It doesn't really seem like it, but as a friend, what am I to do to you know, help them ease the pain that they have for one another? Okay, yeah, that, that's a very good question. Uh, yeah, first of all, you have no control. I know out of the goodness of your heart, you want to, you want to maybe control and then maybe make them reconcile. But we, we have no control of other people. If we're going to control, we're just going to be frustrated if we don't get what we expect. You have to let go. You have to pray that they would, 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 would really experience uh, the, the mercy of God so that they will be able to uh, show that mercy towards one another. And as I've said, they could have forgiven each other, but as I said, it's no requirement for them to be reconciled. It takes time. It takes time to build that trust again. So, so don't, don't kind of expect that. It's, 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 it's going to be hard for you. I know, I know you're, you're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Just a question from one of the stories that you shared in the Bible about um, the king forgiving his slave, and then the slave didn't forgive the other person, and the king put him in jail. So if the guy's in jail, how can he repay the king? Is something that, that I never, ever understood. They said they would put him in jail until he paid all his debt. So how can he repay his debt if he's still in jail? Good question. <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> I think I need to be in jail with a person and, and ask that person, how are we going to repay that? <laughs> and also, always remember, right, that person could also be purgatory. If you, if you die in a state of grace, but yet holding unforgiveness, you will be in purgatory until you pay off all your debts, until you're able to forgive from your heart, and all your other sins are purified, then you're being released from purgatory. Now, don't aim for that, okay? You might, you might be there for a long time. <laughs> Um, I just want to share, back up a little bit on his question over here. I had a friend that I brought, uh, and she, she's not Catholic, but we went to this, uh, almost like what we're doing right now in Pembroke, and everybody was getting touched so much, they had confessional open, and I forget how many priests were there. And she was really having a hard time with life, and, and her son was lost. Um, and she asked me, she said, can I go? I said, yes. I said, I, believe, I know the priest. I think you can go. Just tell him up front that you're not Catholic and go say what you want to say. She came back bawling her eyes out. And she said most of the time that's what she did was cry. But she said she felt the power in that confessional mm -hmm. yeah. through the priest. Yeah. And she said, I feel so much relieved, yeah. even though she kept crying, like, maybe an hour, she's still crying, but I mean, I know God works through the priest, because yeah. I've been healed through confessional, and 
I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but I feel that whether you're Catholic or not, if you feel that God is leading you to the confessional to see a priest, just let him know up front. Yeah, I, I, I think it's okay, right? But I, I, as I've said, uh, they will just not be able to receive the absolution from the priest, but it doesn't mean that they will not be forgiven. Because as I've said, God works outside of the box, especially for those who are not Catholic. And it's, it's therapeutic, right? You, you go to, let, let's say you're having some uh, depression or whatever, you go to a psychologist, after talking for an hour, you go out, you felt relief. That's why it's very important to talk it out with somebody that you trust, that who will not judge you for what you will say. And some people really, you know, many people feel safe with, with priests. Of, of course, not all priests are, are, are hopefully, every one of us are, are very caring and understanding. Uh, but it, it really helps. That's why it's not advisable to just go directly to God. Although God could forgive you, you know, we, we you know, right? So it's always good to go to, to, somebody, to a priest or to somebody, especially for non-Catholics. But for Catholics, of course, the normal channel is through a priest. There are some people whom I, you would say that uh, they uh, refuse to forgive because they feel they are not forgiven. So uh, how will they act into that? So they, they, they will not forgive? Yeah, they, don't, they, they seem not to forgive because they feel they are not forgiven. And it is, I think this is true to also some of the relationships with the spouses and, all, and even yeah. close friends. Okay. Yeah, no good question. It's not like um, you need to forgive, but first you need to be forgiven. What if the person doesn't forgive you? So it should not be connected with that. You forgive from your heart because God wants you to forgive. A lot of, peop a lot of people have a lot of questions about this, this thing because a lot of people are struggling with this. Especially even, even we're already practicing Catholics, right? And yet we struggle. Now, as I speak before you, I'm not presenting to you as an expert on this. I'm st I still struggle. Okay? That's why... Whenever I struggle to forgive the person, it is an invitation that I need to go deeper in my relationship with God and experience more of His mercy in my life. I don't get discouraged now. Before, I would get discouraged. Oh, I'm a, I'm a priest. You know, why can't I forgive? Oh, well, that's my struggle. You know, it's, it's really entering. So, so whenever you see that you struggle, don't think that you're a bad Catholic. No. A lot of people struggle. It is just a symptom that your relationship with God needs to go deeper. As you experience more and more of the mercy of the Lord, you have something to give to others. That's why it's not impossible, right? You see that in the lives of the martyrs. They, they were put to death, and yet they never stopped loving and forgiving those who put them to death. How could they do that? On their own, they can't do that. It's because they experienced the love and the mercy of God. That's why they were able to do that. So if it's possible for them, it's possible for us. But it has to go through our relationship with God. That's why 
Jesus said in the commandments, love your enemies. Okay? Do good to those who, who hate you. Bless those who persecute you. How could you do that on your own? But in Scripture, Jesus said also, love one another, including your enemies, as I have loved you. So again, Jesus is presenting, I am the source of that love. I am the source of that mercy. You can't do this on your own. You need to experience my love and mercy so that you, so that that love and mercy would overflow. So that whatever people do to you, whatever people will say to you, you will not be affected. You will be at peace. Instead of hatred, you never stop loving them. Instead of resentment and unforgiveness, you never stop forgiving them. <laughs> okay. It's, is it fine if I ask two? Huh? Is it fine if I ask two? What? Two questions? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will charge you more later. <laughs> I'll charge you extra. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> so, um, as Catholics, it, we're only required to go to confession once a year, right? Like, yeah. Right? But with this being said, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. Um, do you feel like there should be a requirement maybe once a month, or do you feel like we should only go to confession whenever we feel in need of God's mercy? Good, good question. If you're in a desert and you don't have water for 30 days, 40 days, would you not allow yourself to go to a fountain if there's a fountain there with lots of water coming out? Okay? So make the most. I go to confession every two weeks because I know I'm a great sinner. <laughs> right? Make, make the most out of it because... When, when you go to the sacrament of reconciliation, it's not just being forgiven. You also receive the grace to be able to resist the sin. I don't know if you've experienced that. For me, uh, when, whenever I, 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 uh, I, I go to confession, after that, it's like I have the strength, whereas before, before going to confession, I'm just so weak with regards to that sin. So there, there's grace there. Of course, if I fell to that same sin again, it's not because the grace was not available. It's because I did not rely on that grace. The grace is always there. Because Jesus said, my grace is sufficient. Okay. What's your other question? The second question was, besides from the diary of St. Faustina, do you have any other books that can help people uh, with forgiveness and mercy? I, I couldn't think of any, but the diary of St. Faustina, that's like, 700 pages. <laughs> if you read two pages in one year, you have lots. And, and it's not just like uh, reading a lot, right? It's pondering. It's meditating. It's, 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 uh, it's living it out. That's why it's good to take it slowly because a lot of people struggle with that. So the diary, that, that's the one that I could think of right now. Father, uh, just... Uh... I don't really understand what what's that mean, but a uh, uh, person confess like every every week, and then we ask uh, somebody or the priest says, as long as it's not scrupulous. So I don't know what's that mean. Okay, scrupulous scrupulosity is you think that you couldn't be forgiven by God. Okay, there, there's, there's that fear, 
fear of being punished. That's why every little thing, now we need to examine our conscience, that's, that's something healthy, but it becomes scrupulous. It's like uh, getting obsessed with small little sins. Oh, God will punish me. I will not be forgiven. I need to confess this again and again and again, even though you've been forgiven. That's scrupulosity. And underneath that scrupulosity is fear. And underneath the fear is a lack of trust. Again, it's trusting in the mercy of God. To be able to be released from scrupulosity. A lot of Christians, especially if you're struggling with unforgiveness, and of course, and other sins too, you don't experience the fullness of joy, the abundant life, and the peace that God, is, that God, God wants to give you. Okay? That's why you see some Christians, they, they frown a lot. They, they don't have joy. I, I don't know why. I, I'm, I'm, at least here, I, I see a lot of people smiling. <laughs> but you're covering with your mask. So I don't know if you're really... <laughs> no, for us Christians, people need to see the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us. Love, joy, peace. Because when they see the fruit of the Holy Spirit in us, it's very attractive. We become a better evangelizer. No? It, it, could you imagine you're evangelizing some people? God is love. <laughs> God is love. <laughs> How will people be attracted to that? Right? They need to see God is love. You know, the Lord has done so much in, our, in, in my life. The Lord has transformed me. The Lord has set me free. I'm experiencing joy. I'm experiencing peace. And that's what a lot of people are looking for right now. And the answer to that is God. It's not with the material things of this world. Right? What if that is taken away from you? You'll commit suicide? You'll be depressed all your life? No? Okay. Love, joy, peace, it's not based on circumstances. It's based on our relationship with God. Amen? Amen. Okay, thank you. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you, Father Ken. No wonder they called you freaking awesome. <laughs> Thank because you, they, that's a freaking awesome talk. So I say. So that's why if you need more, just go to his YouTube, find Father Ken, and you will get more of these kind okay. of talks. <laughs> no, no, th thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it, every time I prepare a talk, I try to internalize it uh, because it needs to convict me first before I could give it to you. So it helps me a lot. So thanks for, for inviting me to come. Mm -hmm.